Good morning, friends, and praise be to God for day two of 10 days of prayer, month 22, as 10 days Olive Watch family. Um, yesterday, we said that uh, this is a, a group of prayer that has been praying for the past 21 months, and our souls were moved by the urgency of our preparation, the need of preparation, that God's people be made ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. And this came as a result of the events that are fast fulfilling round about us. And we know that uh, these things are taking place behind the scenes. And um, we know that in the Lord alone can we have a, a great understanding of this, that we be ready and we make our people ready for uh, the second coming. Uh, this uh, month, uh, our theme is uh, Peace Be Still, uh, stemming from the book of uh, Mark chapter 4 verses uh, 39. And uh, we have this theme considering the stormy times that we are living in and the need of the assurance that we should have as God's individual uh, that Christ is with us and in him we are more than conquerors. In him there is nothing that shall befall us that grace has not been provided for to overcome. Uh, yesterday we looked at um, the crisis ahead and we looked at the various words that have been used to describe this crisis in the spirit of prophecy. And we found that uh, this crisis is going to be to all, both the wicked and to the righteous. Uh, to the wicked, it's going to come in the last seven plagues. And to the righteous, is going to come under the Sunday law crisis, where God's people are not going to be able to buy or sell, where they will be compelled to worship against the liberty of conscience. So uh, to all classes, we are preparing. It's either we are on the Lord's side, or we are on the other side and each one of us will have to choose where to be but only those whose names shall be found written in the book shall be delivered according to Daniel chapter 12 verse 1 from this crisis and uh, we looked at um, the words used to describe this crisis and we realized that uh, uh, we have several but we picked on the storm and a tempest which is coming upon all a storm or a tempest that is coming upon all considering the thing that we have peace be still so uh, today we are building on the same and uh, today we are going to ask ourselves a question that is it possible for us to know uh, of this storm and still be unprepared? Is it possible to know of this uh, storm as Christians and still be unprepared? That is the question we are going to answer today. And uh, our song today is going to be song number four, 534 in the church hymnal will your anchor hold will your anchor hold in the storms of life when the clouds unfold their wings of strife when the strong tides lift and the cable strain will your anchor drift or firm remain we have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll fast into the rock which can not move grounded firm and deep in the savior's love it is safely moved till the storms withstand for it is well secured by the saviour's hand and the cables pass from his heart to mine 
can defy the blast so strength divine. We have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Fastened to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. It will firm me hold in the straits of him. When the breakers have told the reef is near, though the tempest rave and the wild winds blow, not an angry wave shall a bark flow. We have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Fastened to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. It will surely hold in the floods of death when the waters cold chill our latest breath on the rising tide it can never fail while our hopes abide within the veil we have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Fastened to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. When our eyes behold in the dawning light, shining gates of all our Abroad, we shall anchor fast to the heavenly shore with the storms all past forevermore. We have an anchor that keeps the soul steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Fastened to the rock which cannot move, grounded firm and deep in the Savior's love. Loving Lord in heaven, praise be to you, for you are an anchor through your Son, Jesus Christ, in these forms of life. When deeply rooted in Christ, we have an anchor which cannot be moved. In all these storms that are coming upon us, we have victory in Christ Jesus. Therefore, this morning, as we share on being ready and how we may be found and ready, how I plead with you that through your grace divine, you open our understanding to know that in these storms of life, with Christ we can understand, we can stand with the Christ we can overcome, and with him we can break forth all the agencies of darkness and surrender to you wholly and be made ready for the second coming. Indeed, the storms will only end at the second coming. When the pearly gates open and we bid enter, then alone shall we be conquerors. Then alone shall we have overcome. But then, Lord, before then, we still have a struggle that takes your divine grace for us to overcome. 
May you bestow your spirit upon us all individually. And as we begin this study, open our hearts that we understand the times and be found ready. May your will be done as you lead us through and as you seal us down. And in all the petitions that we're going to bring before you this day, Lord, may you hearken to our voices and answer for your glory is my humble prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, our theme still remains, peace be still, uh, rooted uh, in the book of Mark, chapter 4, verses 39. And today we are looking at, um, can we know of this and still be unprepared for the coming storm or for the coming trouble? I would want to begin this by asking us all a question. If we knew that a storm was to come where we are living today, and we knew that we had loved ones around us who did not know of the storm that is coming, how would we communicate to them of the need to know that the storm is coming? Would we tell them, friends, there is a storm that is coming and it's already here? Or will we shout and make them aware of what is to come upon them? We'll even call on them louder and make them aware. We would just bring an alarming sound to them that they may know of what is taking place around them. Uh, unfortunately, that is not the case with the Christians today because um, these things Christ foretold us. He forewarned us. He opened unto us uh, these things that we may be ready and that we may make others ready, that we may be aware and make others aware of the same that we all may escape these things that are to come upon us. But now looking at the life of Jesus Christ and his disciples as um, they journeyed together uh, towards the end of his life mission, he opened to his own about the storms that were to befall him, about the, the, the great um, uh, events that were to take place in his life that were to lead to his death. And when he was opening these things to his disciples, um, it's amazing that they did not realize the urgency or the need for which they needed to understood um, these things that were to come upon them. So Christ sharing with them, leading them to know, yet they did not believe, uh, made them to be found unawares when these things began to happen. Uh, today, these things we know have been written for us that we may study through them and not follow them, but be distinct and be ready in every aspect for these stormy times that are here with us already. And uh, we're going to look at um, the book of Mark. We're going to look at the book of Mark chapter 8. Uh, today we are traveling, uh, we're journeying through the book of Mark, looking at Christ's words to his disciples in reference to the storm which was to befall him, in reference to all that he was to go through on our behalf, that we all be found ready in these last days. Uh, Mark chapter 8, we are reading uh, verses number 31 and verses number 32. Christ is speaking and he's saying, And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and scribes and be killed, and after three days rise again. And he spake that saying openly, and Peter took him and began to rebuke him. You know, Christ knew. Uh, all that was to come ahead of him and knowing what was awaiting him the storm that was ahead of him he desired to make the disciples aware of the same and he began to teach them and he told them that he himself must suffer so very many things and he must be rejected of the elders the priests 
the chief priest uh, the scribes and eventually be killed but after three days there was hope he would rise again but what happened peter took him aside and began to rebuke him and you know when you read verses 33 the bible records but when he had turned about and looked on his disciples he rebuked peter saying get thee behind me satan for thou savourest not the things that be of god but the things that be of men why did christ tell peter this peter's humanity was frail peter's humanity did not desire his master to go what through what Christ was talking about, through the storm that Christ was speaking of. Peter's humanity did not desire that. Yes, he had been told by Christ himself that this was to happen, but he denied. He never wanted to. But what is Christ saying? Get thee behind me, Satan. Why? Because it is the devil who did not want uh, um, uh, Christ to go through uh, the crisis that in his victory we may have victory. It is him who desired that um, the plans of heaven be thwarted and be brought to a standstill. So it was the devil speaking through Peter. And I know today, in these times that we are living in, uh, Christ is calling us all equally to be aware of the crisis that is ahead of us as his sons and daughters living in the last closing scenes of the history of the world. But I know there are many voices that shall be speaking from behind the scenes, just as Peter was speaking, that will be trying to show us that, oh no, it is not what you are thinking. It is not... Um, the times that are being talked of, yet it is time for us to prepare and be ready, friends. Um, we may know, but not be ready. Still, uh, Peter knew and he was not ready. Uh, if you read Mark, um, I said today we're going to read through Mark. Mark chapter 9, verse 31, Christ is still speaking again. He's saying, for he taught his disciples and said unto them, the son of man is delivered into the hands of men and they shall kill him. And after that he is killed, he shall rise the third day. Verse 32, but they understood not that saying and were afraid to ask him. You know, he is telling them firsthand that he must be delivered up. He must be killed in the hands of men. And after three days, he would rise again. But what is the Bible saying in verse 32 of that uh, Mark chapter 9? That they understood not and irrespective of... um. Uh, and even in their not understanding, they did not ask because they were afraid. It's natural. Just as Peter called back, the disciples, all of them were fearful of these events. You know, they had Christ as their model. They had Christ as their source of strength, their source of hope. They knew him to be the master of the sea, him who calmed the storm in the sea. And they had a first-hand experience in that now, him telling them that he was to be killed, that he was to die, yet he was to be their king to establish their kingdom, was not um, like coming into them. Uh, it was not sinking into their minds. And they feared of what may come to them if Christ uh, be taken through death and if they be left alone. You know, they knew uh, it was not easy. They are humanity their frailty failed within them and it's natural the same for us today we quiet ourselves and we tell ourselves that uh, uh, irrespective of these things having been revealed just as they are um there could still be um better times ahead of us 
we try to comfort ourselves. Like Paul tells us as he speaks to the Thessalonians, he says, um, they will be crying peace and safety, yet sudden destruction is coming. So many are still crying peace and safety as the disciples, yet a storm is here with us and it's uh, to break upon us as an overwhelming surprise. We need to be ready. We need to be prepared. Uh, this readiness will only be possible. This uh, preparedness will only be possible if we know and study from the disciples their frailty and do not repeat the same at such a time like this. Mark 10, uh, 32, Mark 10, 32 through to verse 34, again Christ foretells his death before his disciples and his resurrection. He's saying, and they were in, in the way going up to Jerusalem and Jesus went before them. And they were amazed. And as they followed, they were afraid. And he took again the twelve and began to tell them what things should happen unto him, saying, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be delivered up into the chief priests and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death, and shall deliver him to the, um, to the Gentiles. And they shall mock him, and shall scourge him, and shall spit upon him, and shall kill him. And the third day he shall rise again. Friends, if you hear those words, are they um, beautiful words? Do they describe peace? Do they bring hope? No, they are words that are cheering the heart. Being scourged, being mocked, being spat on, being killed. Yet the third day Christ says he shall rise again. And who are doing these things to our master? We are told. It is the chief priests and the scribes that are going to do this. And they are eventually going to condemn him to death. And eventually he's going to be delivered into the hands of the Gentiles. Now, this does not bring a picture outside the spiritual realm. It is a picture that comes to us um, in the uh, worship realm, the realm of worship. And, you know, we have spiritual leaders for our mentors and we look to them for examples. But... Uh, look here, we are told it is them who brought Christ down. It is them who desired the death of Christ. It is them who uh, are united uh, with the Gentiles and led to the death of our Lord. And he was mocked. He was scourged. He was spit on. He was killed. And these things happened to Christ, who is our master. And you know, when he was telling the disciples, we are still told they were fearful. They were fearful. They did not understand what was to come upon them. And they did not make ready for this, that which was to befall them. You know, Mark um, has given us these accounts uh, on how Christ was trying to prepare his disciples. Matthew also gives us the same accounts and Luke also repeats the same to us. Uh, if you read Mark, Luke chapter 22 verses 20 uh, and verses 21, Christ is speaking uh, unto them and is telling them uh, in the final supper of the betrayal which was to take place in his life. And this betrayal was to come from a friend and he was to be delivered. Imagine his own disciple delivering him up that he may be killed. And, you know, when he was speaking this, um, even today, we know that even today living in the Lord means a lot. You sacrifice a lot and you go through a lot from experience. We know that. But these things happening to Christ were written for us. They were written that if him, uh, if he went through uh, the same, we may know that we too at some point will have to go through the same. 
and be ready for the same. You know, he tells us in uh, Matthew, in Matthew chapter number 10, when he is speaking uh, to the disciples and he is telling them um, in verses uh, number 21, and the brother shall deliver up the brother to death and the father the child and the children shall rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Praise God. That is verse 22. You shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Uh, but when they shall persecute you in this city, flee into another. Verse 23. For verily I say unto you, you shall not have gone over the cities of Israel till the Son of Man come. You know, Christ was speaking to the disciples, telling them of what would befall them. You know, if he went through the same, if he was killed, the storms that surrounded his life towards the end, if he went through the same, then we too, if he tells us that we will be delivered up to go through the same, we must understand that. Remember we said the storm is twofold, both to the wicked and to the righteous. To the righteous, it will be for Christ's sake, for his name's sake. That is the reason he's giving us for the hatred that will be upon us, that will lead us to be brought to death, that will lead us to be persecuted. Those who will leave the image of Jesus Christ fully will be a rebuke to those who will deny Christ. And this will take place not only without, uh, we are told uh, in selected messages, uh, book one, page 122, that we have far more to fear from within than from without. And verses 18 of um, Luke chapter 21 uh, tells us that um, the betrayal, the hatred uh, will be uh, large as it is, but not even a hair of our head shall perish. If we trust in the Lord, uh, if we know that the Lord is with us and he will sail us through, then we shall fear nothing. But we have to uh, be ready. We have to realize that irrespective of knowing these things, if we know them and we are not ready, they will not help us. The greatest thing to do is to be ready, to be prepared. You know, you may ask yourself, why were the disciples so totally unprepared? Yet they were with Christ. He was with them firsthand. He told them these things firsthand, and yet they were not still prepared. Why? Uh, the great controversy, page 594, may bring us our uh, our our minds to a deeper understanding of why they could not tolerate that is what is recorded in gc 594 they could not tolerate the thought that he in whom all their hopes centered should suffer an ignominious death the word which they needed to remember were banished from their minds and when the time of trial came it found them unprepared the death of jesus has fully destroyed their hopes as if it had not as if he had not forewarned them imagine he told them they knew this was to happen yet at the happening they were totally unprepared why because they could not accept denial that is the exact thing that is happening in all um, uh, vigilant members of god's church today you know we are speaking of the events that are taking place around us and we are trying to lull ourselves into safe uh, uh, into safety, into peace, into security that this world alone can give. We are forgetting the policies of Christ, the policies that Christ gave us for such a time like this. We are lulling ourselves into a fatal um, security that will soon be ending. 
friends, it's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to know that Christ went through the same and the disciples were not ready for what Christ went through because they rejected uh, to be ready. Uh, they, they did not prepare themselves in the time that was given them to prepare for the events that were to befall them. Remember in the garden when Christ took the three, James, John, and Peter, to pray with him over the storm that was coming ahead of him? What happened? They slept. Three times he awakened them to pray with him, but they all slept. And he told them that they should not sleep. Why? Because he was trying to awaken them. Huh? Yet they could not realize what was awaiting him. They did not know. Yet Christ was with them physically. Now what of us whom have not seen him face to face? We've not uh, beheld him. We've not been with him. But we are with him by faith through the word that we be ready. We be not as them. We be ready. Dear friend, it's you to accept that indeed we are already in a storm in the small things that are taking place around us. And there is a great storm that is yet to break upon us. And we are told uh, it will come as an overwhelming surprise. Hear this. Um, Prophets and Kings, page 626. Christians should be preparing for what is, to, is soon to break upon the world as an overwhelming surprise. And this preparation they should make by diligently studying the word of God and striving to conform their lives to its precepts. God calls for a revival and a reformation. Now, God is telling us that we Christians today, it is not said there, Seventh-day Adventists or uh, Roman Catholics or uh, ACK or there is no denomination mentioned. God is speaking to all Christians. We should be preparing for what is soon to break upon the world as an overwhelming surprise. And you know, we're told um, the preparedness, the readiness will only be in rooting or in anchoring in the word of God. Diligently studying and striving to conform to its pattern and its precepts. And that is individual, friend. God calls us individually to be ready for the storm that is to break upon the world as an overwhelming surprise. You know, um, in seven, uh, in the, the, the seventh volume of the Bible commentary, page 911, and uh, Testimonies to the Church, volume 8, page 28, we are told there, we who know the truth should be preparing for what is to break upon the world as an overwhelming surprise. It is not again there mentioned any denomination, no friends, it is said, we who know the truth. So question, do you know the truth? Do you believe in the Bible? Do you take the Bible as your supreme um, guide in this spiritual pilgrimage? Do you trust the words of Christ? You know, if the disciples failed, yet they were first hand with him, yet they knew that uh, these things were true because they were coming from Christ himself. Um, will we doubt now as they did? You know, they ended up fleeing and leaving Christ. All of them, including Peter, who had said far from thee, and who had said that he would not forsake Christ, he ended up leaving Christ. You know, many of us in these stormy times, we will choose the easy way out. Many of us, uh, when opposition comes, according to the great controversy, page 608, we are told there, as the storm approaches, a large class who have professed faith in the third angel's message but have not been sanctified through obedience to the truth, abandon their position and join the ranks of the opposition. By uniting with the world and partaking of its spirit, 
they have come to view matters in nearly the same light. And when the test is brought, they are prepared to choose the easy popular side. Friends, it's not right. Yet we have to be ready now that we choose not the easy side, that we leave not the truth when the storm shall come upon us, when each one of us uh, shall be asked to choose to worship um, contrary to the liberty of our conscience. You know, the third angel's message uh, calls us to God's wrath upon those who will not worship God, but those who will worship the beast and the uh, and the image of the beast and have the mark or the number of the beast. Those who will do that, they will all experience God's wrath. The third angel's message is warning us against worshiping contrary to the Bible Sabbath. So as we read this, we are told that many, many, not without, not those who have not known the truth, no, many of those who have professed um, uh, faith in the third angel's message, but have not been sanctified through obedience to the truth, they will abandon their position and join the ranks of the opposition. And they will unite to the world and partake of its spirit. And they will come to view matters in nearly the same light. And when the test is brought, hear this, when the test is brought, they are prepared to choose the easy popular side. Men of talent and pleasing address, who once rejoiced in the truth, employ their powers to deceive and mislead souls. They become the most bitter enemies of their former brethren. When Sabbath keepers are brought before the courts to answer for their faith, these apostates are the most efficient agents of Satan to misrepresent and accuse them, and by false reports and insinuations to stir up the rulers against them. There is great controversy, page 608, paragraph 2. We are told as the storm approaches, the storm is approaching, dear friend. Are you really prepared? Will you be sanctified by the third angel's message, by the truth that we know is to sanctify us at this time? You know, our Christ prays in John 17, 17, sanctify them through the word. The word is truth. These things are written in the scriptures and they are true. So if we will not accept them, if we will not internalize them and accept to leave them and be ready for the things that are coming upon us, then dear friend, know ye, however much talented you are in the gospel work, however much you have done in soul winning, however much your address has been pleasing and luring others to understand um, the times you are living in, and however much your depth of knowledge of the science and of everything that is taking place upon us, you will be um, among those who will choose the easy way out. Like Peter, he was uh, saying, uh, far from thee, O Lord, be these things. You know, he did not accept that Christ should go through the ignominious death that he had to go through. And the disciples, we will be found unready. You know, to them, it is better because the probation had not closed on them. But now to us, these events are going to lead to the final close of probation upon all who are living. How shall we be found? Uh, will we be ready or will we be unready? Um, we have said Christians should be preparing. All those who profess to believe the truth should be preparing. The whole universe is looking with inexpressible interest to, the, to see the closing work of the great controversy between Christ and Satan. That is testimonies to the fire 
the church volume 5 page 526 so if the whole world is looking where are we friends i have said it that it is um two groups two distinct camps we know the third angel's message being proclaimed um will put a separation between those who belong to god and those who belong not to god there shall only be two distinct and clear camps there is no neutral ground in this issue you know early writings page 118 tells us i then saw the third angel said my accompanying angel fearful is his work awful is his mission he is the angel that is to select the wheat from the tears and seal or bind the wheat for the heavenly gunner these things should engross the whole mind the whole attention you know we are told as the third angel's message is being proclaimed, as you're being called uh, not to worship the beast, as you're being called to choose our side on the Lord's side, then we should know that um, camps are being made, two distinct camps are being made, those who will choose to stand for the Lord and those who will choose to stand under the banner of the threefold union of Revelation 16, verses 13 through to verses 14. So the choice is ours to make, but we have the disciples given us as an example that we learn from them that we choose not the easy way out, that we be not betrayers. You know, Christ was saying that one of them whom he was eating with was to betray him. That was Luke 22, verse 26 and verse 21 but he said woe to him whom the betrayal comes so even to us today let it not be us who will betray our brethren who will betray our brothers and sisters who will bring them pain it was not an enemy um who brought pain to christ who betrayed christ it was not a, an, an enemy who killed him we have read it it was the priests and the scribes and you know even to us in these last days, it will not be the enemies. You know, <laughs> if we read Psalms chapter 55, verses number 12, uh, uh, the psalmist tells us there that if it would have been the enemy, it would have been bearable. But now since he knows it is coming from a friend uh, and it is not just bearable, let us go there. Let us go there and we're going to end it there today in the book of Psalms chapter number 55. Psalms chapter number 55, and we're beginning to read from verses number uh, number 12. Uh, the Bible says, um, um, For it was not an enemy that reproached me, then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me, that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. But it was thou, a man, my equal, my guide, and my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together, and walked unto the house of God in company. You see, it is not the enemy that will destroy. We have more to fear from within than from without. Those who will not embrace and be sanctified by the third angel's message, them will lead in the work of bringing a storm upon all who will believe in Christ Jesus. And Christ echoes the same words. You know, he echoes the same words. I thought we were closing on Psalms 55, but we will close on Matthew. Matthew chapter number 10. Matthew chapter number 10, verses number 38. Christ is echoing the same words and he's saying, Our enemies shall be them who will be from within our own households. And this we need to know, friends. We need to be ready. We need to prepare. Um, verses 36 of um, Matthew 10. Um, and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. 
and he that loves her or daughter more than me is not worthy of me and he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me you know christ is telling us there that if we will love mother daughter um uh, son more than him then we are not worthy but our enemies shall be they of our own household we have more to fear from within than from without and he continues to say that he that findeth his life shall lose it and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it for Christ's sake for his name's sake shall we be persecuted shall we be to, uh, be taken through the stormy times uh, for his name's sake we shall go through a lot but friends we have nothing to fear christ speaks peace in the stormy sea he says in john 14:27 his peace he leaves unto us not as the world giveth giveth he but he will give us peace in trusting and knowing that he went through this and overcame the third day he resurrected we too even though we will have to go through a bloody persecution in the near future even though we will have to go through rejection opposition now at present from those who are from our own or within our own households we have nothing to fear friends remember we said yesterday he that to has the lord brought us and will only fear to press forward if we forget the father lord has brought us if he has wiped tears away from our eyes if he has comforted us in all our painful moments if he has uh, quieted our anxieties and removed our perplexities then he can still do it to the end may god help us look up may we rest in him immovable may we trust him in this day too of prayer let us agonize before the lord and lift our souls to him that will be found not unprepared like the disciples they knew it yet they were not prepared let us yield our all to god that will be found ready and will be found making our people ready for the second coming of jesus and as we do this let us plead also on behalf of the young generation let us agonize before the lord interceding on behalf of all those who are facing conflicts and issues out of spirituality all those who are going through challenges because of their spiritual life let us plead for the church for a revival of genuine godliness that we all unite under the blasting banner of prince immanuel and be separated from the world and be sanctified by the truth may the lord keep us and may he enable us loving lord in heaven in thanksgiving we come before you may you renew our lives may you quicken our hearts may you forgive our sinfulness may you take away our unbelief and fill us with hope divine total trust in you that when these storms come upon us our anchor may hold even when the billows roll in Christ alone do we have victory and in him alone can we overcome may he be renewed in us as we decrease and he increases even through to the end of the age in all the petitions that my brothers and sisters have deep within their hearts lord as we yield them all to you hearken to our voices and answer for your glory is my humble prayer this morning in the name of jesus amen May God bless us and keep us as we lift our hearts to him through and through uh, uh, through all the day that his name be glorified as he seals us that he is for eternity God bless you and keep you till tomorrow